I'd murder that snatch. Quit being such a fag. Did you notice anything dangling during uh, Downward Dog? It might have been on the shaft. Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for joining us, downloading, sharing with your friends, interacting with us. Uh, We will have email to read today from people that have reached out at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. We also have our new favorite thing. We have voicemail to listen to. A, a very pertinent. See, see what I, we don't get. We haven't as yet received a high volume of voicemail to the show, but that's okay because the, all the voicemail we get is pertinent to what we do here. It fits the show, and this one, well, you'll just have to hear. But yeah, it works with what you guys like. The guys that the people that listen to the show and like our Facebook page and interact with us. They seem to understand what we're going for here. And I appreciate that. And you'll find that out in the voicemail. Um, did, did anybody, before we get into it, did anybody watch the Grammys this week? This was this last week. Um, I did. And I have a few takeaways. First and first and foremost, I hate everything. I'd like, what the fuck was that? What was even happening there? And <clears throat> I just, I don't understand because I don't know anybody that's consuming any of that garbage. We live in a world where everything is artificial and now somehow it's like idiocracy. Somehow that is celebrated. Uh, organic and original works of art are in ever shorter supply. And, and as a society, I guess we're just all paying for that because nobody's curious anymore. Uh, you know, it, it used to be that people would just like write songs and play them. And now it's like, it's like a digital, like computer video game that I'm watching. It's so weird. Um, do yourselves a favor. And this is, is like a PSA. Do yourselves a favor and seek authenticity, whether it's in your cuisine or your sexual partners or your art. Don't be spoon fed prepackaged garbage designed to keep you stupid. Life is too short. There's too much beauty in the world. Please. Don't waste your time. Can't wait to talk about The Bachelor later. Uh, today on the show, a lot of stuff going on. We're going to talk about Chipper Jones, who is apparently, this is a hard one for me, but it doesn't look like, he's come out as a truther. Chipper Jones isn't super smart, and that, that kind of bums me out. Um, also, some MMA guy turned porno actor turned about to be life sentence serving homicidal maniac got gonorrhea from doing porno in his eye. I didn't even know that was possible. Like porn is like ground zero for the next generation bugs. Like we, we like we want to inoculate. We're mad that people aren't inoculating their children, and meanwhile, we're just allowing these porno people to breed just even like new and rarer and more virulent strains of whatever. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about, does your wife have a male gynecologist? It's always a little bit weird. Like having a male gynecologist. I had a female doctor 
look at my balls not that long ago. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it was an it was an awkward situation, and I could only imagine if I if I was a woman and my, my stuff was on the inside, and that would have to be checked out. Not that I would rather have a male doctor look at my balls. I guess it's a little bit different situation. Point is, if your wife has a male gynecologist and you live in the Cincinnati area, there could be a problem. And we're going to discuss it. Uh, Also, an update on, we talked a couple weeks ago about Chuck Manson's impending nuptials. Um, Looks like they might be off. Looks like there might be a, a, there's been a wrench thrown uh, into the machinery. There's a, there's a, Cog in the works. Is that a thing? Is that a saying? I don't know. Point is, there's a problem. There's problems with Chuck Manson's impending marriage. And I, it makes me sad because I, I for sure thought that that was true love. There's a guy in prison in Maryland. And as prisoners go, shit was going pretty good for that dude. He had a lot of things going his way, a lot more than probably most people. Uh, so, we're going to talk about him for sure. And of course, Fancy Pop, very, very exciting episode of The Bachelor this week. We the, there's the, the cray was ramped up like a milli. There is, there, it was out of control, the craziness. There's virgins, there's all sorts, there's widows, the widow is insane. Uh, so we're going to talk about that and whatever else Kate brings to the table in our Fancy Pop segment. But before we do all that, we gotta we gotta get the party started here. We had some technical difficulties last week, which we'll get to later. We lost our main man Ed Daly for a portion of the show due to inclement weather, maybe in the Hoboken area, northern New Jersey, great the greater New York City area. I think there was problems with the internet. Many many technical difficulties last week. Luckily, things have been ironed out, and he is back with us now. Of course, I'm talking about the great Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I am feeling thoroughly fatigued with the Brian Williams coverage. Are you? Are you? I don't. I'm. I am. Yeah. You, I know you. You hate. Um. You hate televised news. Well, it's not hate. Network news. I think hate would imply that I care. First of all, there's there. To say I'm indifferent is maybe an overstatement. Like, who who watches the news whatsoever? I, I honestly have not watched the nightly news since maybe middle school. Um, but I, I find Brian Williams to be an affable enough guy. And so, oh, fuck him. So, like, fine. I, I'm fine with him. I, I know people that know him. But beyond that, like, right? Are you t- are you taking up for him as a New Jerseyan? No, I don't give a shit about the New Jersey. It's not you, like I'm a know, Bon Jovi if, fan because he's from New Jersey. Like, who gives a shit about that? But if the, the if fact you that know people, him, you know people that think he's a douche. No, I I, I mean he went okay. he went to high school a tiny high school with my aunt and uncle who know him. Right. Um. But you know, I don't. I don't. I mean, I saw him. Uh, I sat near him at a Chris Rock show one time. But yeah. uh, Team Jersey. Okay, go on. No. We see, we see where you're coming from. Continue. But the fact that people are outraged and offended that a guy on the news, like, you know, sort of exaggerated a story, like... Sort of. I mean, what, did, what, what, was, what was accomplished? He was just making, like, a 
you know, embellished a story that like, oh, embellished. He, yeah, embellished. What okay. he said he was okay. a, he said his helicopter was hit and he was actually, you know, a, a couple miles away from one that was hit. Like, right. I'll That's- tell you what, if I were if I were in Iraq, anything nearby would be part of my oh, story. Okay. Like uh-huh. And it's like a pile on, and like people are so outraged, and oh, the the credibility, and oh, what are, what are we gonna do about the news? Like one, nobody gives a shit about the news. Two, what, what credibility? The guy's reading news stories. Like, what what's the big problem here? Is he is he reporting on something that like it, it, his lie led to anything? Like, no, he was just telling a story on Letterman, right? I mean, that was the whole thing that he he, what, he went a little bit far. He, I mean, he told he told the story many times. But Continue. who gives a shit? Who gives a yeah. shit? This is this is just like the you know the people with the pitchforks and Frankenstein. Like people just want to have that mob mentality. Like, wow, we're gonna get him. Like, get what? What? What are we co- accomplishing here? Like, who gives a shit about a guy who embellished the story on Letterman? Mm. Okay. And, and by do, the way, I, let's let's just yes. get, get on the record. You're the guy that was afraid people were making too big a deal out of Ebola. Ebola is a thousand times more important than Brian Williams lying about a helicopter. Well, Brian Brian Williams is one of the people responsible for the Ebola hysteria, but that's beside the point. That's the thing. He's he's in a position where he's supposed to be trusted. As a journalist, he's, he's, yeah, he reads the news every night and may, maybe who cares? I mean, people do watch that, mostly old people, but he's also, he's also the managing director. He's a journalist. He's the managing director of that news organization. He's in charge of that news. He controls what gets put on the air and he's a fucking liar. That's not, that's not the only lie he's told. He's told a whole bunch of bullshit lies about seeing bodies in Katrina and watching roving, murderous bands kill people. Uh, I mean, the guy's full of shit. And yeah, he's, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. A lot of people that ascend to that place, are that, that, that's the kind of person that, that has that type of success. Most of your CEOs... Uh, people who are famous actors, people that that achieve great success, have personality flaws like this guy that that make them to aspire to those levels. Because yeah, he's he's successful, but deep down inside, he feels like he's not good enough. So he has to say bullshit to make himself feel better and and seem like a bigger person in the world. Is in, in the grand scheme of things, is it a big deal? No. No, of course not. But the guy should be fucking fired. But the guy is the in a position of trust. Is entertainment. A, the guy it's entertainment. It's no. not who who tunes in to actually find news from the nightly news. It's just like an entertainment show like no, anything no, no, else. No, no. It's garbage. Anybody that watches it tunes in expecting to be told the truth. Now <laughs> and and when you and when you give a guy oh, ten on. million you, fucking dollars, you, I, I want you to uh, I want you to go check out the uh, Daily Show clip that John Stewart just talked about. Uh, so we want credibility from the news, and like he just went and he played about fifteen clips of all of the cre- credibility flaws of the Iraq War, which is what uh, Brian Williams is 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 making up his lie about. How about all the news organizations that reported a bunch of lies that got us involved in the Iraq war in the first place? Like, oh, of course. There's no credibility yeah, anywhere. So now we're drawing a line in the sand, like saying this this is where the credibility li- lies. Like this is where it's got to stop. Like, come on. It's all bullshit. It's all entertainment. Well, Who gives a fuck? I mean, I, I don't know. 
I don't, I definitely don't, I don't, I think that there's a problem with journalism in general in this country and corporate media, for sure. They're too tied in to the people that are paying the bills. But when a guy's a fucking liar, he's a fucking liar and he needs to be fired, period. He's a fucking liar I just, and he I just, needs to lose his job and he has lost so his job. There's so much outrage. There's just outrage. Like, what What outrage? Outrage over what? Like, who is so upset? Who is affected? I don't know. Uh, I, as I yeah. said, I mean, I I'm never, definitely not upset. Seen, I think it's funny when bad things happen yeah, to bad people. I've seen though. Brian Williams on Letterman and yeah. Saturday Night Live. But I have never seen him on the nightly news. So whether he loses his job or Brian Gumbel takes that job, like it doesn't matter. I will never watch that show, and I will of never course. watch any of the network shows. Um, so it doesn't right. affect me. I just think it's crazy how many people are angry. Right. Like I see Facebook posts of people who are like, like just random people that have no connection to anything, going, "I can't believe this guy has the nerve to not quit already." Like, what? Why are you so bent out of shape? I don't. I'm. I'm baffled by it. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, people place those people in positions of trust, people that deliver the news. I trust him. They, ex- they expect him to tell I still truth. trust him to read the teleprompter from the news that somebody else wrote. Well, you'll never – luckily, you've never seen that before, and you will never have the opportunity to see it again. <laughs> oh. Also, that's like once you reach that point. You, you, your fucking life is set. You're a network new. There's three network news people. There's three. They all make fucking 10 or 15 million bucks a year. Like, just sit there and read the news and smile and make your dumb quips on talk shows. You don't make up bullshit lies. Well, like, what kind of human being does that? Well, I can't say I always, uh, I, I, I can't say that I've never lied to embellish a story, but you know, the, the great old phrase, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I mean, for a talk show, you just got to come up with good stories, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise, I, I feel like you otherwise could do that you have the appearance being... of a Dan Rather sitting on those couches, which are just always terrible appearances. I remember somebody, remember that book, A Million Little Pieces? It's, I, the and title did, sounds familiar, but oh. I remember everyone was reading this book, and it was like this rehab memoir. And somebody gave me this book, and I started reading it, and I went, "This is fucking bullshit!" Like this guy, there's oh, another. Is this book the Oprah guy? Somebody, yeah. Have you ever heard of um, this guy Tucker Max? Do you know who that I is? I do know who that is. He's like this bro, like fucking yeah. champion of the bros, yeah, he's a, and oh, this guy's so fucking funny. He's a bro. Big bro he like, gets guy, really yeah. drunk. Yeah, and somebody gave me his book, and they're like, his stories are so funny. And somebody gave me his book, and I'm like, you realize that every story in this book is a lie. Like, nothing that this guy says actually happened, and you guys are fucking carrying him around on a chain. The guy goes and flies private jets to speak at colleges, and I'm like, oh, you guys, this guy, everything he says isn't true. Just all you have to do is read one fucking chapter of his book and realize this is bullshit. And 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 no, but no one cares. No one like stops to take a minute and go. Wait, this just doesn't seem real to me. They just want to be lost in the fucking fantasy of it. So yeah, I yeah, embellishing. You know, people tell stories, sure, but when people base their lives off bullshit and they're and they're they they make money off telling lies. I don't know. I have a problem with that. I don't like it. I don't like liars. Okay, you want to read some uh, email? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have anything else? I got I got nothing else. Any, I just I just You sure? I, I saw you were one of the people posting about Brian Williams and I I'm just I'm baffled by it. Why I'm I'm happy to see him go. 
Okay, from our, our our boy Rome shows back. I feel like this is like three or four shows in a row guys, he's been a part of. Prolific wouldn't wouldn't even begin to describe how 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 I don't even know where I'm going with this. But. I, I like all his work, and and last year last week he took me to task, which I didn't mind, and and this week he's he's coming after you, but much mu- in a much nicer way than he did to me here. Uh, from Rome show, gents, towards the end of last week's episode, Ed was mysteriously disconnected just before the Bachelor portion was about to start, which was kind of disappointing on a couple levels. One, we were cheated out of Ed's thoughts regarding Bobby Christina, and two, <laughs> the joy of knowing that Ed hates The Bachelor while discussing The Bachelor. I, I agree with Rome show here. I think it's important to remember there are others of us like me who also don't give a shit about the bachelor. Honestly, I think it's totally gay, not in a homosexual, homosexual way, but more like telling your buddy, quit being such a fag. I don't watch the show and I'm not going to start watching it. So Ed, come on, man. If I'm going to stick around for that part of the podcast, (laughs) the least you can do is be a beacon of disgust towards that show with me. It's got, it's got best regards. Your power room show. (laughs) Your thoughts. It's got, it's got to make you feel good that somebody's talking about how they're suffering through a segment of the show. Yeah, Um, I love it. (laughs) Which, but I, I don't, he's suffering because you're not there suffering. He's he's suffering because he, he wants somebody else to suffer with him. How about nobody suffers? I'll, I'll tell you two things. One, this is to compliment you. Your editing was pretty solid. I dropped out like four or five times yes. before that point. Trust and me, we I, tried. We, I couldn't figure it out. I said, if it drops out again, just go without me. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, know, we had to, and, yeah. and we lost. We lost a large portion for, of. But for, people don't realize. Fortunately, it dropped out for me at the right time. Right, because it was it was right before the uh, the the Bachelor, and I was like, oh man, it didn't work. And I was thinking. Well, there is a silver lining here. That's right. I don't you, have to you, think about it. And I did notice. I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I could not listen to all of it. But after about ten minutes of of you, Jason, and uh, and uh, Fancy talking about it, I realized there was still another like twenty or twenty five minutes to go of you discussing The Bachelor. I mean, it, you were you guys must have been really on a roll. Like, uh, I feel that's like, a long well, segment. We only I don't know. I feel because like, we only had Jason for like maybe twenty minutes because we lo- when we lost you, we lost a large. See what people don't realize due due to the genius of my newly discovered editing skills is that we we the four of us were having a conversation. Yeah, and I had to go because we lost Jason. Before we completely lost you, I had to go back and edit and and cut it so that Jason wasn't there, even though he was he was discussing all the things we were talking about. And then and then when we ultimately lost you, Jason, we got a portion of what Jason recorded. So yeah, it was. And at, it as was, for my thoughts on Bobby Christina, I'm yes. I'm, not, I'm really not sure what what take you thought I should have, but uh, I'm just going to say sad. <laughs> I don't think yeah. anyone can really have any strong opinions. It's, it's, she it's, wasn't she wasn't like a known commodity except for just being a daughter of a drug addict. Like, yes, it's not yes. like she anyone could have an opinion on her except for like yeah she's probably in a bad in a a bad situation having those for parents. Yes, that's that that never works out well. It, it seems no. okay. We also got a we got an 
voicemail this week, and this is this is up your alley as well. Let's have a listen to this guy. This guy is going back to something that is seems to be like a weekly topic on the show. Of course, I'm talking about dongs. Hey, Brian, it's Reed in Houston. Uh, just wanted to remind you that one of my good buddies was uh, at uh, Arizona the uh, same time that Nick Foles was, and he was able to confirm the rumor on uh, Nick Foles' dong size. Apparently, it is 16 inches long, and that's a fact. I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Have a good one. Uh, wow. Sobering news there, Ed. <laughs> and it has been, it has been brought up, uh, on occasion before. And I was just thinking, like, it is 100% true because m- multiple people have said it. And, like, that's not the type of lie that somebody would make up. Like, it benefits no one to say some other guy's got a huge dick. Um, yeah, I don't like, well, we should, it's gotta be true. We should preface that. No, we're only speculating. We have no idea as to Philadelphia Eagles, sometime quarterback, Nick Foles, penis size, but uh, one of his teammates announced. Yeah. It was a Connor Barwin. Connor Barwin announced without even skipping a beat. He was asked who's got the biggest dong in the locker room and he didn't hesitate he didn't say, well, it's between. He yeah. just said, oh, yeah, Nick Foles. Right. Like I, like I told you the Cinnabon story about Steve McNair. Yes. Um, I happen to – I have some quasi-encounters, some tangential encounters with Nick Foles myself. He – when he was before – when he was getting ready for the combine, he was training at a facility nearby – where I happened to go to my hot yoga class, mm. and he attended sev- on several occasions my Bikram class. I mean, did, he was. I didn't really did check you, out. Did you notice anything dangling during uh, Downward Dog? I didn't. I didn't. He and I, neither of us, were post yoga showerers. That yeah. was wasn't our thing. Both of us would just kind of towel off and then drive away. But I will say this: he was he, he was a massive human being. Like it would not surprise me that he's very well endowed because every part of his body that I could see was huge. Mm. Like like just physically like a dimension bigger. Not not just tall, but like his hands were huge. He was just a just yeah. a huge guy. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me. And I I don't know if there is a Mrs. Foles, but if there is one, thoughts and prayers. Like, no no one should be forced to deal with that on a daily basis. No, certainly not. Uh, Okay, Ed, what's going on in sports? Let's talk about Chipper Jones. All right, former Atlanta Brave third baseman Chipper Jones got into hot water this week for revealing he has excrement for brains on Twitter. Um, On Friday, the pride of Deland, Florida, tweeted, So the FBI comes out and confirms Sandy Hook was a hoax! Exclamation point. Where was the outrage? What else are we being lied to about? Waco? JFK? Dot, dot, dot. 
The tweet. Oh, he actually spelled out. Yeah. P F F F and then oh dot gosh. dot dot. At least he got the ellipsis right. Um, the tweet quickly went viral, and the grown man named Chipper was a punching bag by all who have a functioning brain. The imbecile then deleted the tweet and sent out the following clarification. I had heard something from someone which I thought to be credible and tweeted without researching. He then followed up with some sort of sad apology, but the damage was done. Brian, what do you think would take longer, the movie Interstellar or Chipper Jones solving a four-number Sudoku puzzle? Uh, um, you know, on the I'd, kids menu, the just the four number ones. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know. It's Sudoku's ones where they like give you two numbers and then you have to like figure yeah, out the rows. The, I've seen on the kids menu they give like the kids one, three, and four, and they're like, "All right, what's the missing number here?" That's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I you know not this is two stories in a row. I I had occasion to meet Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones is one of those guys that you saw play and you just always think oh, that guy's an asshole. He just looks like an asshole. He's called Chipper. He's from Florida. And I met him one time, spent a little time, had a couple drinks with him in a bar, and the guy was just delightful. Like, just a really, really pleasant human being. We didn't get into any political talk. Yeah, we didn't prob- talk. Probably a good idea to stay away from that we, type of We topic. didn't talk conspiracies, but he, I just found him to be a really pleasant, very, very nice guy. Didn't put on any airs. He was with his girlfriend, who I think is some sort of playmate. Or she looks she like a playmate, be. yeah, and and her sister, um, just just the three of them hanging out. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm glad he took. I like. I was hoping maybe he was joking, or uh, you know, it's social media. Like maybe maybe do your research. Don't don't, don't you love don't you love those people that post links to Facebook on Facebook? Post links to stories, and the news source is just this bullshit yes. website. Yes. Like it's they're never just going to. CNN or Fox News or just like something that is even like sort of it's not the New York Times but at least like as sort of credible they take things like you know conservative push up weekly or something like that and right. you're like that yes. doesn't that doesn't sound right like, like some sometimes I'll sort those people out by like just just linking to the just posting the snopes yeah, rebuttal that debunks it. But a lot of times, what's funny is you'll see one of those, and if you just click it, and it like highlights the stories below it, like it'll it'll post, it'll show you some related links. It'll the related links will be debunking the fucking thing that the person just posted. Yeah, and I like that Chipper Jones said I I, I found it from its source that, who was previously thought to be credible. Like, what's your vetting process, Chipper? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he he get, he let me have some of his Kodiak the other day. What, what <laughs> like, are, yeah, what's your vetting process? What was this person's credentials? <laughs> what a dummy! Yeah, that really and bumps what, me out. And what is I? I mean. I read in one of the stories that, like, you know, one of the moms or the principal or something was saying that they're they're upset that there are so many conspiracy theories. Like, what what's the conspiracy there? What exactly? Like, yeah, we're yeah. going to need a whole bunch of families to pretend their kid died. It, and so that it's Ed. So it's nothing. So we can take away their guns. Oh, because so much so much has happened to gun reform since since then. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing ever it's does. Just, I just would. I just love that he just. He was like, I got. I got to take to Twitter and just start demanding evidence on Waco and JFK. Like what? Yeah, exactly. Fucking dummy. I love. I love conspiracies. I love trutherism. Like we need yeah. more. I, I enjoy right. the truther stories, even yeah. even when they're about people that I like. 
Yeah, maybe Pete Carroll has a take on this. He's, he's been he's been um, quiet lately. Yeah, I guess his decision making has been a, a little yes. bit under fire. In, yeah, as as with any truther. Uh, yeah. Uh, next story: MMA fighter John War Machine Coppenhaver, currently sitting in the Gray Bar Hotel for beating and torturing porn star Christy Mack, revealed a delightful <laughs> new malady on Twitter recently. <laughs> take it away, War Machine. Uh, this is the quote. I remember when I first got into porno, I got gonorrhea in my eyeball. <laughs> on my not even a thing. There's on that- my second scene, I made only 18 films, but I got gonorrhea twice and chlamydia three times. Apparently, I had bad luck because it seems that every industry girl I spoke to had never gotten anything. Not of course. Once. There's some weird denial amongst porn stars. Nobody wants to admit the obvious perils that the profession brings. War Machine then goes on to draw a parallel between Hollywood tough guys using steroids and STDs. My old neighbor at the county jail once asked me, <laughs> Is that I work what you out, call him? Yeah, I work out every day. How come I don't get huge like The Rock? Did people really believe all those super jack celebrities don't use steroids? Dude! You can't have unprotected sex with tons of people and avoid STDs, nor can you look like The Rock without steroids. Celebs need to start being more honest so they don't need don't lead others down paths blindly. Why do you think LA forced a condom law into porn? STDs are a huge problem! Exclamation point. <laughs> Brian, two questions here. Yes. One, how does one get gonorrhea in one's eye? And two... Why does the UFC insist on putting stupid numbers on every fight? We're up to like UFC 240, is that and true? it's been good. Yeah, I, I just anytime like I see a commercial in passing, it's like UFC 376, and it's been going on for what 10 years, 15 years. Like why? Why can't they know that everyone else just numbers it once a year? Maybe yeah. Like the Super Bowl is numbered, but there's only one of those every year, and the and the UFC there's like one a week. Yeah, and I I, I don't remember but i think wrestlemania was one of those that tried to number it but they also stuck to one a year like they're on wrestlemania 30 now or whatever it is but like what they just number like what are we counting for we're not counting towards any goal we're just just counting yeah i don't yeah i don't understand yeah I'm but not what, sure why they number, and I no, I don't know how you get I mean, gonorrhea in your eye. Have what you ever exactly? Had, Ed, what is that scene? Have you, have you ever had an STD, Ed? I I have not. I mean, I got, I got married early. Yes, uh, I avoided a lot of of things that could have easily happened. And in the uh, in the age of uh, what, what's the the app that everybody uses to fuck? Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. I I can't imagine escaping STD free in this universe anymore. It's, yeah, it would be tough. I, um, I, I've never had anything, but I'm pretty much the same. I got out of the game pretty early. Um, but I will, I did encounter when I was younger, I will, a, a, a former roommate of mine. <laughs> oh, I had a roommate with some serious shit yeah, too. Who shall go nameless. Okay. He knows who he is. <laughs> He might be a listener. He brought something home, or he brought somebody into our apartment who left. When she oh. left, she left things that crawl around on the toilet seat. Things that things that need to be exterminated. Oh, and he, no. I was, I was clean. Like we cleaned up, everything was fine. But he. He needed treatment. 
<laughs> did he have? Any, did he have to use the mini comb, I'm or not, did he just shave it off? I'm not gonna say his name. Well, apparently they burrow. Oh. I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't have known this unless this had happened to him. But I believe something burrowed. It might have been I, on the shaft. I had a roommate who, who I think he used the mini comb. Oh yeah, yeah, like like lice. Yeah, like a lice situation. You know, uh, I bet a lot, a lot of our listeners have great STD stories. And if you do, you should mail, you should email them to us at mailbag at the baller lifestyle dot com, or leave a leave us a voicemail nine four nine. Four six four TBLS because um, I would be interested to know. Not having experienced that, I do know I, a lot of people. Everyone tells me that when you when they've been tested for like chlamydia or whatever, they put a long metal Q-tip all the way down the shaft of your penis. That has got to feel terrible. Um, imagine if oh you were imagine if you were Nick Foles, they'd have to use like a <laughs> broom handle. I, I, uh, a guy I used to work with, his wife was a nurse and had to give a catheter to Willis Reed. <laughs> she said it was, oh. it was like, it was a fucking elephant's trunk. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's an interesting one. Okay, Ed, um, are you ready for this? Just, I'll, it's always a little weird when a woman has a male gynecologist. It's always weird. It is a little bit weird, and um, and and you always sort of wonder, like, what's going on there? Like, what's what's like, what's the motivation for the the gentleman to pick that as a profession? Uh, well, here's here's a good story along those lines. Medical board strips license of G spot doc. A disciplinary panel has voted to strip an Ohio gynecologist of his medical license for inappropriate behavior with two patients, both of whom the physician helped find their respective G-spots before engaging in further sexual conduct, according to state records. The State Medical Board of Ohio last month voted to sanction Dr. Kurt Freilich. Frolick? Frelick, a Cincinnati doctor who has been licensed to practice medicine since 1993. A medical board member who voted to permanently revoke Frelick's license called the case against the 48-year-old physician the most crude he had seen in 40 years. Uh, in hearing testimony, Frelick said that at the conclusion of his first apo- appointment with patient one, she asked him a question about arousal and the location of the G-spot. Usually, when faced with such an inquiry, Freilich said he would diagram a picture of where anatomically it is and how the best way to reach it. But patient one asked if I would show her where it is. So that entailed her lying back down. This is getting hot. Lying back down, me putting on a glove, doing an exam again, just showing her basically where it is. The OBGYN added that he did not stimulate patient one to orgasm. But eventually, they did have sex. Uh, And then patient two, he testified there was also a girl. It seems like a lot of people are going to him looking for what other chicks seem to be able to find on their own. Well, even if you couldn't find it, asking a doctor, a male doctor to find it, guess what? (laughs) Uh, This is is a technicality cheat going on here. Like, this is... 
Let's let's not let's not pretend this is anything more than you wanting to get fucked by. Some okay, dude. and my question for you are are you like me, desperate to see this scenario in a porno? <laughs> like when, when when's the porn porn parody that's coming out? I'm pretty sure I've seen this porn parody in 15 different ver- uh, variations. Um, me too. But there was another part of the story. That he did grope like a, right. an assistant. Was- that to me is the more egregious thing because. Like that to me is just uh, somebody wandering into the lion's pit. Like he's he's just a he's going crazy now that he's fucking his patient. So now he just thinks every woman is is a piece of meat. It's true. The first two, the two G spot finders, like they asked, hey, <laughs> they wanted to have sex. Yeah, where's my G spot? Like, can you can when, you show me when they smelled some sort of malpractice money coming? Then it was like, <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I mean, I just asked him to show me where it was. I didn't ex- expect him to actually have sex with right. me. I would argue that this is a victimless crime, but yeah, he did grab He did grab like a non-civilian, like a worker. And if you look at this guy, like super doughy, it's, yes. it's crystal clear why he joined this profession because he was never going to see a vagina in his life without paying for it. It very much ruins the fantasy of it because there's no way these <laughs> chicks looked anything like Chipper Jones' girlfriend. I like how they just plastered that picture right at the end of the story. You just see this doughy guy. It's like one of his medical file pictures. I mean, yes. He's really bad looking dude. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, victimless crime, but, uh, yeah, he's probably going to lose his license. Okay, next story. Um, oh, update. Quick update, Ed. Yeah. Charles Manson's wedding may be off. Uh, apparently... I'll just read you from the story. Saint report St. Louis area woman wanted to marry Charles Manson for his corpse. <laughs> Notorious mass murderer Charles Manson made headlines late last year when he and a St. Louis area woman applied for a marriage license. However, the license expired last week, so no wedding bells for the 80-year-old Manson and 27-year-old Afton Elaine Burton, who now goes by Star. The couple plans to reapply for a license in the near future, but the story took an unexpected twist on Sunday when the New York Post reported that Burton is only interested in marrying Manson for his corpse. The Post cites journalist Daniel Simone, who claims Burton and a friend, oh, this is a conspiracy, Ed, (laughs) planned on taking Manson's body. How about that friend? All right, I got a plan. First, you marry Charles Manson. Yes. yes. And then I'll come up with the rest of the plan later. <laughs> they were going to set up a Lenin-esque display by putting the body inside a glass crypt and, char- and charging people admission to say, Ed, what are you doing on Saturday? What do you say, me and you, we grab a couple beers and then we go buy tickets to look at Charles Manson's mummified dead body? You in? <laughs> it's so creepy. I mean, it's- anyone who would show up for that display needs to just immediately be on a watch list. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Uh, and Ed, question for you. Considering this woman was apparently marrying Chuck Manson for his corpse, how is this any different from every other marriage in the history of humanity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, the funny thing is one of these one of these uh, follow ups I read. It, they said that Charles Manson was hurt when he found out the news. Like, did, did did he think she just 
she just admired his good looks. Like the, the swastika on his forehead would just, <laughs> yes. just say, the, the way the light reflected off the swastika. It was just, he just looked so beautiful. He was, he's like a, um, a young model. Or, yeah. or, or, or was it his ramblings? His ramblings about like peanut butter sandwiches that got her all hot and bothered. Or hey, did I tell? Hey, 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 did I did I tell you about the time I, I used to bang Angela Lansbury's daughter? Hey, did I tell you about the time that uh, the Beach Boys covered one of my songs? <laughs> uh, yeah, did she think maybe on his four hundredth appeal he might get out to live the rest of his two years left of life with her? <laughs> yeah. If he lived to yeah, if he lived till four hundred and eighty, he was he was gonna have some time. I'm, 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 I would like. Is there a place I can get down on that? Because I would take any odds I could get on on the that Reaper he, that he he will in fact die. Yeah, and well, we should ask his son, or if maybe all the only information his son knows is how his dad's trying to get the semen out of him right, out of jail. Right. right. <laughs> well, hopefully these two could patch it up. Okay, one more inmate who ran prison and impregnated. Four guards won't serve more time. Why are they letting lady guards watch male prisoners? First of all, okay, from the story, this is my jail, Tavon White boasted in a recording played by the prosecutors trying to bring down the smuggling ring he ran for years from within a Baltimore prison. It's Avon Barksdale. He wasn't, yeah. ex- he wasn't exaggerating by much. White, who just received a reduced sentence after testifying about the methods his black gorilla family used to sneak drugs and phones into Baltimore City Detention Center, is best known for impregnating four prison guards during his time there. Wow. White, a.k.a. Bulldog, fathered five children with four of the facility's female guards who also helped smuggle contraband for inmates. He gave the women presents and let them use his cars while he was locked up. And two of them even had his name tattooed on their bodies. At one point, this guy must've been packing some heat. Yeah. At one point he managed to give a Mercedes Benz to one corrections officer and then instructed her to give it to another one of his paramours (laughs) who drove it to work, causing a fight among the women. Ed, I, I just want to know what Weebay's role was in all of this. Weebay, uh, was that Naaman's dad? Yes, yes. <laughs> Naaman's um, mom was real fat, by the way. Uh, yeah, I feel like Weebay could have done better. Really, she, yeah, Weebay, but it, I when I saw the scenes with them, I just feel like he was into a look. Right, because yeah, Weebay definitely could have done better. Right, he, right. That was his he, style. He went, he went with that look. Right, to each, um, his, to each his own. Um, the just thinking about it, as you said, what you know, what prison has women guarding men? I I think prison guard only there's there's only one worse profession than prison guard. That that of course is flight attendant. But That's but true. prison guard. Like I, when I was in high school, we went on a class trip to Rahway State Prison no, where they didn't. filmed Lock Up. No, you didn't. Yeah, it oh was. I, it was like I, a I took, it was one of those like of senior. No, no, no. But the, here's the thing: it was pretty funny because I went to this, you know, real white bread high school, like just yeah. shitty, you oh, know, yeah. just no diversity. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I. I went to this this I, I had a class called the American Legal System. It was one of those bullshit senior in high school. Right, everybody's right. already decided what they're going to do, and so they they're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna take you on a trip to see Rahway State Prison and talk to some lifers in there about jail and 
the legal system or something. So anyway, these lifers weren't tipped off that, or they weren't told that we were just, you know, normal kids coming to view the prison. Yeah. They thought we were scared straight people. So we got off the bus and there were dudes just screaming at us like, get the fucking line, motherfuckers. We're like, oh my God, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, get me out of here. That was a bad idea. That was a yeah, terrible it was a, idea. It was a terrible idea, but but what you do notice when you're going to prison and you see guards checking in for the day and you're you're just getting locked up in jail. It's like for 8 hours a day, I'm just going to get locked up in jail with these guys. It's it's the most depressing profession. You're you're in jail, you just get to punch out at the end of the day, but your day is like in jail. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here here's what people don't realize is that the guards are a hair's breadth difference <laughs> Rick from, Ross. The, from the people that they guard. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a reason that that is their job. Also they're sadists. So they like to go that they're actually happy to go to prison because they get to torment people. They get to yeah. torment people that are in cages oh, I've, and I've they enjoy Oz. that. I've, I've watched, I watched all, all the seasons of Oz. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully um, the, there's more to that story. I don't like. The, I liked what part of that story. I, I noticed that he gave two of the women got a Mercedes, and then one of them got an Acura. Oh, so, that sucks. So, so I mean, can you imagine? Like in the break room, the women, the women are talking about what cars they got from this guy, and she's like, "Oh, I guess I wasn't so good." Right. It's also funny, like people that like you. You get that sometimes women women are scandalous, and they'll have a kid with an athlete. Because for the child support, like right. they 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 know that they'll get money if they have a kid. They'll always be tied to that guy and his earnings, or at least for eighteen years, if they have a child with him. What's like? What's the upside to getting impregnated by a prisoner? <laughs> I mean, I I know you can drive his Mercedes and stuff, but there's like there's a good chance he gets shanked in there. He may he's he's doing twenty years, so it's be a while before he gets out. I don't, I don't like not all not he had five kids by four different women. I'm not sure what you're implying. Are you saying that a woman prison guard working in a Baltimore <laughs> penitentiary yes. does not have a good head on her shoulders? <laughs> also, like, <laughs> whose idea is it to put women guards with guys? This is just a bad plan all the way around. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of bad decisions made. Problems in, in Baltimore. Okay, Ed, let's get to it. We, talk, we, we talked Brian Williams. We debated. We talked Dong and STDs. All sorts of interesting stuff happening. We talked trutherism now we got to get to the real story the celebrities we need to know what all those people are up to what is happening in the world of pop culture the stuff that guys like you and me we don't know we need someone to come on and give us a heads up as to what is happening in that world of course i'm talking about our very own fancy sauce joining us now for a segment we call fancy pop is our very own pop culture bachelor correspondent fancy sauce how you doing fancy hey guys i'm good how's it going uh what is going on we are all good here we're we're having a spirited debate we are talking Uh stds we're talking Mm. football players big dongs the Mm. usual usual stuff we talk about here yeah it sounds like it but we we decided to branch out this week that's right we yeah we're we're diversifying but we need to get back to what we always do we need to talk about what's going on in the world of pop culture what is going on in well, fancy let's, just, pop. let's just call it the news. Yeah, the news. That's what it is. The real news. Um, so you guys probably heard John Stewart announced um, during today's Daily, ta- t- Daily Show taping 
that he would be resigning his hosting duties um, when his current contract was up later this year. What do you guys think about that? Um, Ed, your uh, your guy Brian Williams could take over. He's very funny on talk who, shows. Who do you guys think would be a good replacement? Okay. I personally am having a hard time imagining anyone else doing it. I, I yeah, feel like the I, obvious, I don't know. The obvious would, replacement. I mean, if you would think about it, John I didn't know. Oliver. I I didn't watch the show he's religiously. Gonna, I didn't know who John Oliver was. Yeah. I didn't know who John Oliver was uh, a year ago, and he he'd be perfect. But he's got his own thing. But he's, he's, he's yeah, got he's, a, probably, he's got a big contract. He's probably under contract. He's he is, very yeah. funny. He does a great job. He's but great. I'm just saying, it, it's it's probably going to have to be some. I would think some somewhat unknown. Right. I mean, guys like Steve Carell came out of that show. Like uh-huh. they can pro- they could probably find somebody good. But yeah. I heard an interview with him on Stern maybe in December, and it sounded like he was going to pull the plug pretty soon. He oh, didn't, really? Yeah. He's, he he said like you know you just I've been doing the same thing, the grind for sure. whatever, a decade, and he just seemed ready. I wonder what he'll do next. His his demeanor on the show, uh, like I don't watch it all the time, but when I do watch it. Um, over the years, I feel like he's gotten a lot more angry, right. John Stewart. Probably, and that, I, I feel like that would that's that would happen. Yeah, I don't so, know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess any we'll, no no other ideas. Like like they just gave Larry Wilmore that show after. Right, he's so, good too. Yeah, he's really funny. But yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll elevate. They need someone with some gravitas because they do yes. interview a lot of politicians and non celebrities. Right. Yeah. I'm guessing Craig Kilborn's not going to get the look again. You don't think so? <laughs> He's, He's, he was going to go to do big, bigger and better things. Yeah, how's that? He was. That's who he took over Ed, from, right? Yeah. He, well, he was he was hosting the Late Late Show, and he left. He was making like three million dollars a year uh-huh. on a show that it didn't matter what ratings you got. Not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. Because no one watches TV that time of night. It was just there. It was going to always be there. And he walked away because he thought he was bound for better things. He I thought he was going to be a movie star. I really read that they they used to have to pay or they used to bus in homeless people to be in the audience because yes. they just couldn't get enough people to be there. And those those audiences are super small. They do, they do a good job of sort of making it, like shooting it from the back so you see a lot of the back of people's heads and stuff. But those audiences are extremely small because it's hard to paper the house like that for those shows. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What's that Joel McHale, The Soup? I went the to a taping of that. Oh, yeah. And- they have a studio audience? I went to a taping of it years ago, and there was literally like seven people right. <laughs> sitting in chairs in front of him. Yeah, would that would that guy do it? I That's don't know. actually that might. I don't think. I think he's. Not, I saw his name mentioned in a Variety article about replacement. I feel like somebody would have to be like sort of more political. Yeah, but I he did so the. I, I I think he did the White House correspondence dinner yeah. not long ago. Yeah, that's that's one that I hadn't thought of. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe. Okay, next story, Kate. Um, an update on poor Bobby Christina. Um, as TMZ first reported, Roswell PD started taking a closer look at Nick and Bobby Christina's relationship after certain injuries raised their concerns. Bobby Christina suffered injuries to her face before she was found submerged in a bathtub, according to a report that sparked the investigation focusing on her boyfriend and... Stepbrother? Her, her boyfriend slash what? adopted brother. Adopted yeah. brother, Nick mm-hmm. Gordon. Did you not know Did that, you? Ed? That's her adopted well, brother. How, how would I possibly know this? Um, but apparently um, the injuries were on her face, more specifically her mouth. Um, multiple sources say there's a history of violence in their relationship. 
And their friend Max Lomas, who was with um, Nick, he who found the body, um, told the police that Nick was acting strangely before they found Bobby Christina. So there might be more to the story. Very sadly, very sad story. Yeah. Also, I very. saw that the that she's apparently will not recover, and that the, the but the family is waiting to pull the plug so that she can die on the same day. Oh, it's her mother that Whitney did because that's normal because that matters. That's healthy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's sad. that's that seems like a reasonable decision. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind. That's how you raise. That's the type of people that raised this poor girl. Right. And that's that's the situation. That's, that's why she was in the same right. situation totally. she was in. Ne- uh, never <clears throat> had a chance. No, never had a chance. Okay. Moving next on um, to one of Ed's favorite recording artists, Kanye West. He is a piece of work and continues to say controversial things because he is a megalomaniac who thinks his opinion matters most. Case in point, during the Grammys broadcast on Sunday night, um, I don't know if you saw, Ed, Kanye nearly interrupted Beck after um, he was awarded Album of the Year over Beyonce, who was a favorite for that category. Um, And Kanye then later made the... He kind of rushed the stage and then came back downstairs, and then later he made the comments, I just know that the Grammys, if they want real artists to keep coming back, they need to stop playing with us. We ain't going to play them no more. Flawless. Beyonce's video. And Beck needs to respect artistry, and he should have given his award to Beyonce. When asked if he implied Beck wasn't an artist, he said, Beck knows that Beyonce should have won. Come on, man, I love Beck, but he ain't no album of the year. Um... That's seriously, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think I think by you doing that story and everybody <laughs> talk, posting about the story, he's accomplished his goal. This, I can't he, not I've talk said about this, it. If he's no, but that's exactly what he wants. He's he's one of these guys that he, he thinks wants to be the any story. press. Any press is good press for him. And You're so totally it's, right. It's You're a totally joke. Right. Like You're the totally guy. Right. The guy is this. This is he's when people say he's an idiot. He's he's very calculating. You I mean, like he's he's, he's doing he's, he's doing us all right. He's doing exactly what he wants to do, and he's an asshole for doing it. But he doesn't um, and care. we've 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 discussed many times that like he's talented enough that he doesn't he doesn't need to do this to to be in the public eye. But he does this because this is this is his goal. So I mean, there's, he's also a megalomaniac. But I don't I don't even think I, I mean I don't really care one way or the other. I don't think it's about him really caring about Beyonce's music. Mm. I think he's just saying this is a good person to to do this and to poke at Beck because this keeps people talking about my name and how whether or not I'm an asshole. They're talking about him Maybe. nonstop. I and look at the number I think the number opinions. one rap song on iTunes uh, I, the other day, and it's that shitty song with Paul McCartney. Right, yeah. like, I think he has opinions though. Why wasn't Paul? And I think why he wants us to listen to his. Why opinions. wasn't Paul McCartney's mic turned on for that performance? Couldn't hear. Couldn't hear anything. I mean, I, there's there's no chance I'm ever going to watch a award yeah. show of any kind. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but Paul McCartney. I mean, that guy's been getting a free ride for decades now. He's terrible. What He's, are you talking about? Uh oh. Paul, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, I, I'm going to tell you something. It's been a long fucking time oh since God. Live and Let Die. Oh he has been God. he well, has been terrible for at least three decades now. The worst song on the Thriller album was that uh, "Girl Is Mine" with Paul McCartney. I like the worst, that song. the worst Christmas song of all time is Paul McCartney's Christmas song. 
He's 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 been terrible for decades, and that's the number one song. He was because Kanye. He you gets a pass. Sound like Kanye now? Yeah. Right? No, you do. I, I'm not saying <laughs> who is Paul McCartney. I I mean, besides Thank the fact you. that he was the third best Beatle, um, he was the first best Beatle. He was he was a distant third to uh, Lennon and Harrison. Favorite. Yeah, no, he's, he's he's no. He's he gave, he distant, gave the Beatles a distant third. He distant gave the Beatles third. their pop sensibility. He's the only hey, he's the only reason anybody would ever I listen to Beatles songs. I didn't say he's worse than Ringo. He's not, but that's, no. He's he's first. George Paul, is second. Paul McCartney, Ringo's Paul third, and John been, is fourth. I'm gonna have to break Paul, this up now. Paul McCartney <laughs> has been awful for over three decades. I'm just stating facts. Well, it is it is hard. You know, not everyone. I mean, Bob Dylan's been. Terrible for just as long as well. It's hard. It's oh hard no, to Bob Dylan's been terrible for over four decades. Lo- longevity is a is a hard thing to maintain for any artist, for sure. Uh, um, even like Neil Young, I think is the best at it, but his recent work isn't great either. Um, no. It's tough. It's tough. But uh, you know, Paul Paul McCartney was in the Beatles. Yeah, I he's, get it. But the, his song with Kanye West is horrendous. He's well, yeah. His song okay, this, is the shit, this is the shit he's putting out now. That's yeah. the best work he's I mean, done in he's years. Put, he's putting awful. it out with Kanye West, who's like that's the prime of his. He's in the prime of his career, and he's doing. And he did a shitty song with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney oh. didn't do any shitty songs in his prime. Oh. Mm-hmm. Paul, we're not talking about prime. We're talking about Paul McCartney did, putting out three decades of shit. You didn't see Paul McCartney in 1967 grabbing onto fucking Elvis's coattails and said, get on stage with me, buddy. You're fucking Elvis. Nobody's debating the Beatles here. Right. Just because you can't recognize that Paul McCartney sucks these days, he he, he should just retire with dignity. Well, I, w- I would agree with that, yeah. He's like 70 yeah. years old. No, hey, I, look. I don't. Gene, you know, Gene Stones, Hackman. All those guys. Gene Hackman is a fantastic yeah. actor. He's yeah. not putting out shit like De Niro. People yeah, are allowed to criticize De Niro movies now because he puts out shit. Oh yeah, he hasn't been in a good one in a long time. That's true. Or Al Pacino. Okay, I need to talk about Bruce Jenner. So apparently, um, according to Jenner's sons, Brody and Brandon, the Jesus, the Brody. Car- mm-hmm. The Kardashians are lying when they say they were blindsided by news that Bruce was becoming a woman. Of course they're lying. And in Chris's case, she has known for years. I don't believe those people lie. Um, we're told that uh, Jenner's sons are finding it hard to stomach reports that Chris had no idea Bruce was becoming a woman. Um, and it's infuriated members of Bruce's family who say Chris has known since they first got married that Bruce had issues with his ident- sexual identity. And they say his desire to transition surfaced years ago. Um, of course it did. You don't just say, decide in your 60s right. that you want to be a chick. But Chris wanted to keep it under wraps, obviously, because it would hurt the brand. So for the last few years, um, she was really iron-fisted about keeping it all private. Um, and the Jenna boys are also upset with Kim um, because they're convinced she knew exactly what she was doing when she talked about Bruce's journey and she hijacked Bruce's moment. So they're all upset. I, I support Bruce. I think he should be able to transition any way he'd like. Totally. He or on she. The e, on the E network? <laughs> if, if that's the way, you know, he could be, he could really carry the torch for people in his position. Yeah, there hasn't been a famous transsexual yet, has there? A Chaz Bono? Ch- Chaz Bono. Chaz, yeah. yeah. But she wasn't, she's famous for being a transsexual. Right, right. She didn't, she didn't do it he. the right way. He. No, well, but when she, she was going through that on the E channel or became, or when he was going through it on the E channel, it was the same shit. 
Like we we you can't give credibility to people putting their lives on E. I mean, I would agree in general, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it. Maybe he's maybe. How he, about the uh, the guy who made the Matrix? One of those Wachowski Wachowski yeah. brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's and now right. it's now now he's a, a he's a she, she. and yeah. he did. And he didn't. She didn't put it on uh, on any reality no, TV. He just did not, it with it's dignity. Certainly not for everybody. But but maybe someone wants to be a pioneer and maybe show the world that these people what somebody what it's is like a fame whore. Somebody's a fame whore. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, let's reserve judgment. Yeah, I will. Okay. If Ryan Seacrest is, is uh, producing it, I don't have to reserve judgment. All right. Let's move on to batch news. Batch updates. Last night. Yes. Yeah. This is what I've been waiting for. I didn't didn't watch it. I know you were glued to your TV. This was part two of the New Mexico episode, picked up where we left off last week with Kelsey on the floor having a fake panic attack so that she would get a rose at the rose ceremony, and that worked. That play worked. That was a great moment. Sent home, shockingly, was Samantha, who's never spoken. And we've never seen interact with Chris. There's also once. someone called Megan on there. I don't know. I didn't know who she was until they showed her tits on the end of an episode. She's she's on her way out. Yes. And also Mackenzie, who is 21, going on 12, and has a son called Kale. So those, those two went home. He's named after lettuce. I just noticed they really overused the bird of prey sound effect in this episode, like um, that. Oh, because they were in the Badlands. They really do it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I know what just you mean. Mc- is it just that this Mackenzie? Is it just this picture, or does she have a bit of the uh, Joni Cunningham fried hair? Yeah, yes. you know what you know what happened. She does. You know what happened is she was she's. I mean, she wasn't one of the prettier ones, but they at some point they like got her some help with her hair. Like somebody came in and blew it out, and she looked a million times better. Well, it, so, yeah. one of those one of those broads had a straightening iron. Yeah, somebody somebody fixed her up. Maybe they brought in Michelle Money. Okay, so this week Brit. Um, who's kind of been like a bit of a favorite and, and is arguably the most attractive? Yeah, a lot of people think that. Yeah, she, I think big I think face. Becca, I think yeah, Beck she has is. a big face. Yeah, I think Becca's pretty. Becca's my favorite. Um, Britt po- proved, I think, that she's in it to win it. I think more than for the right reasons. She's not there for the right reasons. I don't know. She really alienated herself from the group date um, when she and Chris ran off together in the middle of the group date and went to see some country music concert, leaving the other girls waiting around, wondering what the hell was going on. And then when she came back, they were all, you know, noses out of joint. And um, Whitney's kind of an, an annoying crybaby. She's the fertility nurse with the high pitched voice that I can't deal. With, I can't deal with her voice. Yes, she's okay looking. And we've got Jade, I think, who lacks the confidence to go much further. Plus, she still has that one skeleton in the closet that she'll have to come clean to Chris about. Yeah, there's pictures of her pussy on the internet. She did. Some, what? She yeah. did some nudes for Playboy a couple of years ago. Yes. You can Google it. Yes. She's, um, what else? Carly, um, the cruise ship singer. She's, she's the only one that's, that's seriously unattractive left, left in the group. She, like, what is she doing there? She's not cute. She's showing herself to be more and more emotionally unstable. Yes. Becca, as I've said, continues, I think, to be the front runner. I, I like her, but they had a kiss and she didn't seem, she's a virgin. Ed, she's a 26 and she's a virgin or 25. Yeah, that's not that's not a red flag. But she's not the one she's not the one that made a big it's deal a out flag. of being a virgin. It's a red flag in a normal situation, but for a dude that's looking for a wife to take home to like Arlington, Iowa, Iowa yeah. and breed with, like yeah. she's like a perfect perfect Oh contestant. yeah, they'll love her in Iowa. I think that's who um, is going to end up winning. 
Um, anyway, the two-on-one date went to... So they have a two-on-one date, Ed, where Chris has to go out. He has to take, pick two girls to go on a date with, and he's um, sp- supposed to give one a rose, and the other one's supposed to go home. So he picked Kelsey, who's the widow, who's nuts, and Ashley, the 24-year-old version, who looks like a Kardashian. So do they just try to makeup. set each other up? Do they right, just try to right. set each other they up? They bring them out there and the, in hopes was, that they'll fight to the death. Right. And I knew what was going to happen. I picked it. <clears throat> he took them out there. She actually had her game face on. Like Fancy her, sauce knows all. Her, she, her, um, those false eyelashes were just looking more insane than ever. Um, Kelsey, who is a delusional narcissist, um, and just by the way she talks and basically everything single thing that comes out of her mouth. She's yeah. completely She's insane. the one that's a widow. And somebody in, on Twitter pointed out her husband died 18 months ago. And somebody on Twitter pointed out, and this is a good point, yeah. that she would have had to audition for the show. Like a like few months after Three he died. months after her husband dropped dead. Right. Uh, Did she push him off a cliff? They go hiking? <laughs> he, he died suddenly. On a, on a so they get ship. out there. Yeah. Yes. So the, I'll set the scene. They take a chopper out into the Badlands, in the middle of nowhere. They drop him off, and the set is in the middle of this kind of like arid kind of plain. Is a four poster bed. That's it. Right. And some booze. And so he threesome. Takes, hashtag threesome. So he takes right. He takes each girl off, and they have like a chat, one on one chat. And Ashley makes the you know bachelor one on one mistake of. Talking shit about another girl yes, to The Bachelor. Yes, Because then he goes and talks to the other girl and is like, hey, um, girlfriend just said this about you. And that m- makes all the drama. And then there's tears. And then basically he dumps them both. Yeah, he ends up firing them both. He and fired them both. Ed, you would have loved this. They're in the middle of the Badlands and the Plains or whatever. And there's just a bed on the ground. <laughs> and what? he fucking gets in a helicopter and flies away. And they're just one is like standing on like kind of like a hill, and the other one's standing at the bottom of the hill. And it's just this wide shot of a bed and two shadows. So and he left. He's like, see you later. Like, the, didn't they want to give them a ride? Like, they could have all left together, right? Ashley was hysterical, a hysterical mess. Yeah. For someone who cries as much as she does, she should really think the eye, her eye makeup situation because she wears so much eye makeup I, and she's always crying. I was really hoping for him to take her to Fantasy Suites so he could mm-hmm. grab her V card. One, one virgin is enough. V card. Fa- two virgins in the Fantasy Suites. Come on, <laughs> right? That's that's like that's like Johnny Vandermeer's back to back no hitters. That's not coming down. All the girls that are left. Did not like Kelsey. Like, they hated her. So when her little, when the producer came or, you know, She was fucking awful. Took her role on away. Yeah, they, they cheered. Were all cheering. They started so pouring rosé. Next week's episode begins with the rose ceremony. So it didn't end. So it be, and um, it's a two-night um, yeah, they're extravagant. Going, yeah, Ed, you fired up Sunday mm-hmm. and Monday. Yeah. Pumped. Ed? Um, you still oh, there? Are you awake? Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I, I was looking at the nipslip.com, the pictures of Jade Roper nude. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's not, a preview not for next that. week. She's no, gonna have no, to tell she's, she's gonna have to tell Chris next week that she's yeah. done some naked. That's the only reason top, they've kept her on. around this long for this yeah. reveal. Top top comment on the uh on the story, uh from somebody named the boss. She has a beautiful vagina. Uh, well she's got that going for her, which is nice. What I mean, what kind of creep feels compelled to write that on the bottom of of, of website the nipslip dot I'll tell you what kind of creep. The boss, the kind of guy that goes on nipslip.com. One of our listeners tweeted at me that he thought her vag looked beat up. And I was like, really? I mean, it doesn't look beat. It looks fine Keith, to me. Keith, 
Keith responds, I'd have to see the untouched photos, but overall, I'm impressed. <laughs> guys are such creepers. Oh, guys. And then Stevie, Stevie, so Stevie Boy Connor responds, I'd murder that snatch. <laughs> Comment of the year right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. I Stevie wonder if the show's going to start with no, that. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> I get that all the time. Anyway, um, I'm sad to see Ashley Kardashian go. She was a constant source of um, comedy. She was real stupid. She was kind of hot. Like, I mean, we wouldn't need to see her without all that she's, tranny makeup she that she fit. sports. But she was pretty fit. She had, in a, bikini. Hot, she had a good body. Yeah, for sure. like I wasn't, I wasn't mad at her. But we're she was kind super of annoying. whittling away all the interesting, crazy ones, and yeah. we're just going to be left with like the boring contenders. It's going to be a lot of tears coming up. But we've got hometowns to look forward to. Not yes. long, so that's always good. Like the hometown, the family of the of these women. Yes. Yeah, so. It's the best. All right, is that it, Kate? Yeah, that's it. Excellent job. As always, thank you for catching us up on The Bachelor. I know Ed appreciated that. Ed? Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Bachelor Report, great segment in Fancy Pop. We talked about dongs. We talked about trutherism. Everything you want to know happened right here on episode 58. We'll do it again next week. Until then, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.